Are you thinking of starting your own business or in need of funding for your existing business? Evans Investment Strategies can get your business flooded in three easy steps. Email creditdivision at evansinvestment.com. Once again, that's creditdivision at evansinvestment.com. To schedule your consultation today, as much as 100000 in equity lines, lines of credit, and cash with interest rates as low as 4%. That's credit division at evaninvestment.com. Investment, not investments, no S at the end. They ain't got to see you. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Uh, so, um, we're recording. Shalom. Hey, what's up? Out here in these mean streets. Brooklyn, um, <laughs> Flatbush. <laughs> sure already. Oh man, so it's a little gentrified though now. I seen you got a cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's it's a, a lot of. There's a white girl that lives down the hall. There's a bunch of them when we came when I came here to do the um the holiday special. I'm gonna chop that up and put that out soon. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Um, how you been? Um, I have a cold that's kicking my ass. I'm on the mend. I'm much better now, but like. Few days ago, son, my mm. nostrils was not nostriling at mm. all, and I was just like, you know, those are times when you really miss that when you could smell, nah, like, uh-huh. or you could breathe through your nose, or when it be alternating nostrils. That shit really gets me tight. Good. Even sometimes, like, I'm still a little stuffy, but not nearly as bad as I was. You sound like shit. Shut up. Mm. Um, and. Like, even when your nostril open up, it be squeaking. I'm like, oh, shit, it's lit. But then the next side, be like, fuck out of here. I'm like, that's I mean, I'd rather one than none. <laughs> that's a fact. But damn. Like, do I deserve? What did I do? What I did, God? Uh, do I deserve? Maybe you, um, think, maybe you eating off of my karma. Um, I tried that's that. crazy. That I don't crazy. deserve that. Uh, what part uh, of think, the plan is this? I don't know. When you decided to be a team, God said, oh, y'all team, team, huh? I Say got lives. you right now. Say lies. <clears throat> nah, fuck it. But uh, then wouldn't some of my good karma rub off on you? Um, maybe a lot of your good karma has rubbed off on me, and I just haven't been thankful or gra- uh, grateful enough. So look at that. Look how God is working. I don't know. Maybe you're reaping the benefits of like me trying to buy pussy on Facebook. On Facebook? You're a wild man. There's aunties I, on Facebook, bro. I got zoned. <laughs> I got so zoned. Oh my, my aunties oh, on my Facebook. Week. Yo, I have a joke for you. What's up? So, right? Because my aunties, they love they love to see the kid on Facebook. Nah, niggas said they love to see the kid. They love to see the kid niggas on said Facebook. I'm the Beyonce on my family. That's a fact. It's funny. My cousin had posted on Instagram, like, um, every family think they got a celebrity. And she was like, it's either me or you. And she tagged me in the post. Ah! You right, baby. It is me. Um, but I had posted a picture. I went out for my friend. Shout out to Antoinette. It was her birthday party. It was all black. I mean, a nice little all black satin dress killing the game. Mm, fucking it up. Right? Mm-hmm. Posted my picture. Cool. Now, some of the students who have now since graduated high school, my first year teaching high school, um, my first year teaching high school, they were ninth graders, which was like, what, six years ago? Mm-hmm. But because I am who I am, yeah. I have relationships with kids across grades. Mm-hmm. So even some of the older kids, you know, whatever. So I told them, they're like, oh, can we add you on Facebook and Instagram? I said, when y'all graduate? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I have a few of the kids on there. They liking it, blah, blah, whatever. Then I get a message. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? They don't have a profile picture. Uh, 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 I'm uh, like, who is this? Gang they, member. They was like, <laughs> um, imagine they had distorted voice notes on freaking Facebook. They do, they do. 
No, I said imagine. Oh, Are you okay. crazy? But mm. they do. So nah, like, that's message, all like, what? <laughs> like, oh, how you been beautiful? It's been a while. I nah, since I've seen you, everything this not, good. This is not a student. This and I was like this is not in the way that they talking, I'm like, this do is, I know this, this person? This is not a student. This is not a student. So I click on the page. All the mutuals are kids I used to teach. Okay. And this I'm is like teacher. This is another teacher. So this is I'm like and then I said, I haven't the slightest idea who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, <clears throat> mm-hmm. man's gonna say you was one of my favorite teachers back. Oh, in the day. it was a fucking. He back said, in, first and foremost, there's no back in the day. You only been teaching five years. You feel me? There's no okay. back in the fucking day. <laughs> but when I was teaching there, I think he was already a junior. But still, no. So he goes, you was one of my favorite teachers. Um, I used to be a troublemaker and used to make sure that I was to try to keep me out of trouble. And he told me his name. I said, laughing my ass off. I said, hello? No. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I was like, yo, you drove me nuts. Leave me alone. No, okay. I'm then, yo, bruh. And he said, how are you? I was like, I'm actually fine. I'm doing okay. No, I'm so, actually still, fine. I said, I'm still teaching. Mm-hmm. The profession that you left me doing, seeing me do, I'm still doing that. <laughs> he said, then, here's the best part. Maybe we should see each other sometimes. I'll come pick you up and you can teach me a couple things. I said, hold your mother. Leave me the fuck alone. I said, we're going to leave this right here. I'm never speaking to you. Red. <laughs> Red. I was like, huh? I like the confidence. I was like, y'all smelling yourselves. I got to Stop it. I, I don't have any teachers that I really want to. I feel like though we really want to use in school. Teachers are old people. I really don't want to. For the most part, old women. There was one that I had a crush on, but I was like junior high. And then by the time she became my friend on Facebook, I was in China. You know? I was in, yeah. By that time, yeah, it was out of my mind. By that time, I was, yeah. Now, I, when, how old was I? When I, I think I was like 24. Yeah, twenty four, twenty five. She I was, was like, teacher, when she was, was like, when I was so at like, that shout out to Ms. Griffin. All my cats from St. John's were Ms. Griffin. Like, I don't want to fuck Ms. Griffin, but this was like <laughs> seventh, fifth grade, and she, my, she was like probably like late twenties, early thirties at that point. But I'm like twelve, so you know, you add on like a lot of years since then. No, over twenty years. Nah, she can't be that fine no more. I don't know. I'm gonna check to see. I'm gonna look at Miss Griffin's um thing, Miss Griffin's Facebook, see what she's up to. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I cannot believe him. I I'm, said, if you don't get the fuck, I'm ins- huh? I'm inspired now. Ew, ain't no inspiration. Uh, Miss Griffin, like, I fuck Miss Griffin. He... I mean, but then again, these pictures, 2019. I fuck Miss Griffin, but you, know, I, I mean. I gotta see. I gotta see. I gotta see. Post pandemic, Miss Griffin. Griffin, <laughs> Oh, she's beautiful. Miss Griffin, you know, mom pandemic. She's giving. Sensation. She's giving aunties. She's giving auntie though. She was, but she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, Leave Miss Griffin alone, please. Miss an independent travel agent. She quit teaching. Now she traveling the world, B. Now I mean. Okay, 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 okay. Updated pictures. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. You really, you doing research. I hate when people say research. And people say words differently okay. when they don't have to be said. Damn, Ms. Griffin's daughter's actually bad. Like, she was pregnant with her when, um, thing, when I was in junior high, like around sixth grade. That's crazy. So she's how old now? Yeah. Like, mind you, this is over 20 years ago. So her daughter's in her 20s. This is crazy. Wow. I'm crying. This is, yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. You know what? Let me leave Miss Griffin alone. Travel agency, Panamanian business without yeah, facts. Without your shenanigans. Oh man. So, all right. So, let me tell you about a black experience um, thing. 
trying to uh, buy some pussy on. Uh, I just, <laughs> I cannot believe. On Facebook, yo, man, what don't believe these do pictures, that? man. There's, I got zoned. I, you know what? I feel like it's better than um, trying to fit um, five hundred and a five thousand. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but in some people's eyes, it may be worse. You understand? Know I'm saying I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know. Let each judge differently, man. Yo, bro, you ever had? I had a win. I had a big come up. I had a big win, and I was like, you know. I don't have any hoes, any bitches. Well, you know what? This bitch posts her pussy constantly on Facebook. I am going to actually try. But, like, why? I'm going to actually try. I'm going to try to see what's going on. What made you do that? What made you feel like, yeah, this is what I'm about to do? Inst- not Instagram, Facebook pussy. Not even Instagram, Facebook? Facebook. Facebook is a better place to buy pussy than Instagram. You feel shame? Of course I feel shamed. That's why I'm saying it here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed I didn't get no pussy. I spent money on pussy I didn't get. That's zoned. She said she got to give her mom some money to take care of the kids. I said, wow. What does that have to do with me? (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Um, So I forwarded some cash app money. And, um... Yeah, man, and yeah, just, you know, she asked for some money for her gas tank. I said, all right, bitch, this is getting out of control. I don't want any more of this. Let me out, though. And you know what? Um, Just had to rub one out and go to bed. Oh, my God. Leave me alone right now. Uh, So I left there $30 poor. (laughs) I didn't leave anywhere. (laughs) It was $30 poor. And yeah, man, you got to watch out for these things, for these scams online. I tell y'all, man, go back to Craigslist, man. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Backpage? Backpage, they shut it down. Backpage was too illegal. They even, like, you know, on Craigslist, at least they got some couches <laughs> to master shit, some secondhand TVs to with the pussy, you know. Backpage, nigga, it's just pussy. <laughs> so it's like the government's like, oh, all right, y'all bugger. You know, it's not, um, it's not, it's no longer illegal to, um, thing to sell pussy. It's still illegal to buy pussy. I don't understand how that works. It's a trap. It's what the fuck? How does that work? It's yeah, a setup. Trying you understand what I'm saying? And that's like, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Since when we start what using? What the fuck is this? Since when we start use um arresting the drug abusers? It's the drug abusers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you deal in pussy, you deal in drugs. Because it's been many times. Pum na free. It's been plenty of times. It's been calling me. So my mom, uh, my mom, my friend's mom, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Always reminds us that poom poom the free. Yeah. Well, where did she go wrong then? Nowhere. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's nothing different. It always costs something. It, it might always. not be money, mm-hmm. but it'll no. cost you. <laughs> maybe now. <laughs> that sounds like the plumber. <laughs> maybe a little, maybe a lot. <laughs> but it will cost you. That's Martin's plumber. <laughs> Who <laughs> the, died? The one that died. He came back. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, man, I've. Um, I've Resigned to that fact. Um, you need to. You need to sit alone. <laughs> buy, okay, so that's why. That's why I bought. That's why. I, that's why I thought it was a good idea to buy pussy. I was no. trying to. I was trying to. Um, thing. I was I trying to. This life for you. I was trying to sit alone. I wanted to sit alone. I wanted. To, I was like, yo, I just wanted somebody that after I'm done, you leave. You understand know <laughs> what I'm saying? But all right, cool. Do you think I holla? Yeah, man. Um, listen. Um. I have no idea how to court a woman with intentions. I only know how to court a woman from like to T-fire crutches. Not thief, not thief. Like for vibes, you know, like for vibes, man. You're stealing. 
That's not stealing. You, who, who the fuck don't like vibes? There are people who don't like vibes without intention. Well, it's fucking difficult to date with fucking intention and, and maintain and maintain vibes. It's fucking. I no, I haven't I, I haven't deciphered that. I think it's hard for you to date with intention because you've never had to. It's not that it's hard in general. It's hard for you, nigga. I've tried to do that, bro, and shit just came off like super scary. And I was just just because like, it scares you doesn't mean it. Not for me. Oh, I was fucking. I was uh, doing a lot, man, and I had to catch myself. I got lost in that shit, and like I had to look back, and I'm like, so it was scary for you. We talking about not for me. It, well, not just. Um, nah, um, you don't learn anything without I'll risk, my I'll friend. Let, nah, yeah, 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 and I learned a lot, and I mean, these are things I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into on here. Um, I mean, I understand that. Yeah, part, but is um, bro, I'm off it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's what's okay. For, so just me, what's for me is gonna be for me. Yes, it, I, it never will pass you by, even yeah. though it sucks sometimes when you be thinking something is for you. You be like, damn, it's, again. Yeah, but um, it's, you know what it is. I tried to, you know, like they tell you, like you know, like the definition of what the definition of insanity is so you switch it up and you try to do something different and come to find out you know the different is wrong too so you know it's back to the drawing board just uh, i don't know bad i'm sitting and it's like it might not be that the different is wrong the different could have been wrong for that situation you know what i mean everything is i don't even like that different though the different was it was wrong for me too I played it out because I thought it might have been correct in that situation, mm-hmm. but like the different wasn't correct in no way, in no way, shape, or form. It wasn't good for me. It wasn't so good then for you the person. Try another different. There's so many differences. Oh, yo! I like the way I I like the way I dated. I seriously. No, you me. don't, because all the time you talk about how you hate you, that you can't get past the su- superficial. I hate. I hate. Yo, so what but are you I talking just, about? I, but I like the vibes. I did. I liked the um I like the emotional stability it granted me dating how I dated. That's I weird. The emotional stability it granted you, but you couldn't emotionally open up because you can't get past the superficial. That's not fair to the other person. It's not. You and only so, benefit from that and that is not nice. But I told you I liked it though. That's why I Just because you like it don't mean it's, it's good. right. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and you don't have to know, but you have to be willing to work and learn consistently Probably. you have to be a lifelong learner you will always be you will always be a lifelong learner and if you're not then no. you're going to be stagnant and you don't want that not either about relationships I can't, i'm done you're not but okay i'm done for we now. don't believe you i'm done for and now. by we i mean me and all I'm, my other personalities <laughs> i'm done for now uh, and that's okay to I'm be done, done for now I'm like done. just your focus could just be getting your Shit ish in done. order and things will fall into place the way they're supposed to be or fall out of place at least sometimes I've, again i have all the advice in the world for everyone not, else but you know it's cool <laughs> yeah man, i appreciate you um i came over here musty and shit um and I, well my nostrils aren't quite working so i'm glad i don't know so my house smells like sage anyway yeah it does so it take like the must sage. with you yeah take the sage and the must uh sage be down before i leave um yeah <laughs> um i appreciate it um listen man uh this has been yo so my uh my ex she asked me straight up she was like yo she was like yo you never talked about us on here she was like why is that 
I was like, damn, she listens to the show that closely. She loves the show. No, oh. but she she doesn't. I, I can legit say she doesn't listen to the show um, on some shit. Like she listened to the show before we dated. She doesn't listen to the show. Oh, on, okay. She was uh, yeah. She she she's legit oh, a fan. Damn. She just likes the show. Yo, damn. our numbers have been consistent. Have you Is been it? watching? I don't watch the numbers. I'm just oh. glad that people are listening. Yeah, yeah, man. The numbers have been a little bit consistent. But That's crazy. Yeah. Why are we talking about me? Nah, I, I she wouldn't want to be she talked didn't, about. She didn't, she, didn't, she didn't press it like that. No, I understand. But still, I'd be like, I don't even know if I'd want to be talking That's about. what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, you not. I don't like me. Like, you know, like how many niggas going to come online and say they got Zoltron to buy a pussy on Facebook? You get what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. I don't want nobody to <laughs> you know that. That's what it is. Who's buying pussy on Facebook? Yeah. Like, oh, damn. Yeah, she got to live with that. Yeah, I'm sorry, Queen. You got to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, listen. Every nigga has done something. Every nigga has done something weird that he probably hasn't told you. Or you know, I just, I just, I just. This is just an open space for for niggas to be like, because I know I'm not the only person. I'm I am from the ghetto, bro. You understand what I'm saying? I done heard you know, by the ghetto. Yeah, I done. I've done. You know what I'm saying? I know some things about some things. We done found out some shit about some shit. Niggas can't pull my car. My shit is all on public record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but. What happened? Um, she asked, and I'm like, "Yo, I don't even know if you, you know, you built for that. I don't want to use you as a, you know, as a like test to dummy as to like what what comes next, you know? Because you know, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with you, and so to like avoid it, you know, I avoid anything that I'm that I might say that might offend you or anything like that. I just offend me or her? her. Oh, her. okay. I just yeah, I just avoid it. Um, but you know, it's not, she was like, she was expecting me. I also feel like you've gotten in enough trouble for some of the things you said here with, um, with old love interests that she's like, you know what? I, at this point, I don't give a fuck about that anymore. I mean, cause like, honestly, I've been, I live in, I want to live in my truth, man. And I think like the next person that I fuck with, I just, I want to be, I want to be transparent. And if I can't be transparent on here, you know, to a certain extent, well, hopefully it doesn't hurt anybody. I was say, I mean, you could be transparent, but you could also still keep things to yourself. Yeah, but or be transparent with who you're dating, and not necessarily the whole too. public that listens to your show. Oh man, but uh, shit, that should be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> my life is a it's a, it's a, a thing. My, my a shit is a, show. It's a comedy. <laughs> my a tragedy. Is, I wouldn't say a tra- Shakespearean special. I wouldn't say a tragedy without the old English. Yeah, I wouldn't say thy <laughs> thy life <laughs> is a tragedy. I don't. Uh, my life ain't no tragedy. It's man. a Shakespearean special. It is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Shakespeare and Pata. I'd be really. I spent Thanksgiving with uh, with my uh, with my BF. The Patwa um, was patweezing. Patweezing. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> patweezing. It's a verb. I did enjoy. I did enjoy. I did enjoy it though. It was a uh, thoroughly. It was yeah. It was nice. Your mom is I, the narrator. Exactly. No, imagine Shakespearean Caribbean Shakespeare. We need to do that. We need your, to put together. Your mom could be the narrator. We need to put together a play. And it was at this point. Yeah. With a fuck up. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Oh yeah, mash up the song. Yo, in fact, uh, oh, what you call? It? I want. Yeah, that's. And then Othello cool. said, "Holy, yeah. I'm mad. I can't." I want to do that. Oh, that's let's do mad. Romeo and Juliet. Yo. <laughs> and let's do Romeo and Juliet. Shut up, style. <laughs> we need Marty. <laughs> Max. 
Yeah, yeah, let's do that, man. That'd be a dope ass play. I'm yeah, so, you know, let's stop giving away free game. Money yeah. bad man. Yo, um, AD podcast. Um, this uh, episode we have an interview with my homegirl Franny. Um, shout out to her. Shout Franny. Out to, um, she. Her and um, my son Nizzle, um, dope company. Right now they're in Miami doing art Basel. You know? Oh, that's right. Basling, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so shout out to them. We're going to get to that interview. And um, then we're going to um, come back. We're going to do the outro. You want to do the outro? Yeah. Let's do the outro. Close out the something. Yeah, thanks. Uh, what are you talking about? Is that no, I want to talk about Tristan Thompson. But oh, I want to talk about God. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> AD Podcast, man. Let's play some tunes. Pew, 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 pew. If somebody sent me a Christmas carol, why niggas don't be making Christmas carols no more? No, no. Yeah. I do it's, enjoy it's, the... It's I do, time for Parang for you. Mm, yes. Let's play some Parang. I want a piece of pork. I'm so glad nobody can see you dancing <laughs> because I don't like it. That's possum, by the way. You ever had you ever had curry possum? No, ew. Delicious. Yeah, I show. Um, thing. I show you some street meat. I show you it on. Uh, that sounds like a gigolo. <laughs> Yeah, ladies, Wait, I'm, sell- that- I'm slanging dick. Selling <laughs> so street meat, it's baby. It's called the name of the company, Street Meat LLC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disturbed. I hate it here. I'm going to call it M-E-E-T. It's a double entendre because we're meeting in the streets. <laughs> but I'm kidding you. Street Meat. <laughs> you heard? Hey, oh, fuck. We wish you a Irie. Christmas Old Year and New Year's are just the same Christmas on a broke pocket day We wish you a Irie Christmas We wish you a Irie Christmas We wish you a Irie Christmas And a dance New Year Great tidings, Natty Jane bring you Great tidings, Natty Jane bring you Every 
to the ADD podcast. <clears throat> I am here and I have a special guest host because Tina decided to leave early. <laughs> so um, I need you to introduce yourself, let the people know who you are. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Franny. I'm here, CGM Inc., CGM Publicity. You know, I'm usually behind the scenes, but I'm here. My boy Slops asked me to pull up and show out, so I'm here. You know what I mean? Shout out to Nizzle Man. He in the background. He came out to My support guy, me. Nizzle, man. My guy Nizzle with the good coats, man. That's a, that's your new name from now on. <laughs> that's a fact. Yo, what's going on with you, man? Nothing, you know. It's just grinding. We we wrapping up this last quarter. You know what I mean? Getting mm. geared up for this first quarter. I'm, I'm excited. Mm. Things are opening back up. Um, shows are opening back up. You vaccinated? You, know? you can't ask me that one. Yeah, come on. Of course stop. I can. What, what kind of crap <laughs> is this? <laughs> Listen, everybody got to do what they feel is best for them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not anti-vaccination. I'm mm-hmm. not pro-vaccination. I'm mm-hmm. pro do what works for you. you. Uh, a lot of people was mad at me because I called him a narcissist, but nigga is what he is, though. I ain't gonna lie. I don't, it's not because of the vaccination thing. He just, he do a lot. This is just a new episode. Yes. I mean, I guess for me, you know, I'm not like shame on me but i guess i'm not familiar that familiar with you know a lot of the athletes you Mm -hmm. know the pro athletes and um so for me i don't really follow what you're talking about so maybe you should because and maybe some of the viewers might not know no no i I was going about you so what all right so the thing with Kyrie was um with him he the new york new york city has a mandate on like public spaces and stuff like that you can't be in public spaces without being vaccinated you have to have an updated vaccination card etc etc and so that like bans him from like half of like half of the games in the city no more than half because he plays the knicks too so like more than half of the games he couldn't really participate in 
in New York City and some in San Francisco and Toronto, I believe, too. But either way, he didn't want to get vaccinated. That was his stance. And so the Nets was trying to work with him. And it just came to a head yesterday where they was like, we're just going to move forward without him until he decides to get his shit together. And for me, I didn't necessarily have no issue with that. If that's what you, that's your line, that's your line. 90% of the people that have been talking vaccination or why they don't want to get vaccinated, it doesn't really sound too cohesive to me. You know, but there are some people that I do get their reasoning. There's some logical reasons. But his was, I want to be the voice of the voiceless and I want to stand up for people. And I'm like, bruh, you got to pick a cause and you got to stick with that because it's been different things throughout the years. Like last year with us, he, with the, well, from Brooklyn, so I claim the Nets. Last year, he just up and decided, like, I'm not going to show up for two weeks. I can't picture any other job where you could just be like, yeah, I'm not into it right now, so I'm going to be off. So that's what my issue is. He seems to, like, be really self-absorbed. I don't think his... So you don't feel like he's a team player? You don't feel, no, you feel the like thing, he's making no, his decision based the, off of himself? No, that's the weirdest shit, too. Have you ever heard of somebody self-absorbed but not really selfish? I guess that's him. Boom. All right. So, I'm, no, I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to explain it to you. He's self-absorbed and thinking, like, him by himself, he can change the world and make it a better place for other people. He thinks, like, that he has that one-person complex. Flat, yeah, flat earther he wants you to think about. It's... It's weird things with this guy. But, you know, the flat earth thing, that don't harm nobody. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying? I don't I mean, whatever. Well, I guess, you know, listen. Shout well, out to him. He said, basically, he don't want to be, he don't want to use his platform to persuade people to do it or persuade people to not. Mm. Why is he being targeted? That's what he's saying. There's a bunch of other celebrities that's not doing it, that's, that is doing it. Why is he being targeted? Well, I mean, I feel like, to answer that and like I said I don't know all the particulars about mm -hmm. his situation but it's because you're participating in a in a public space that has these stipulations so and you're getting 300,000 a night to do so <laughs> and I guess for other celebrities maybe what their job entails mm -hmm. maybe there's a little bit more leniency because especially if you take in consideration an actor you know the sets are closed. Other they, NBA players, testing uh, and rapidly and all that. Um, Bradley Bill, he hasn't gotten. And that's another um, NBA player. He plays in DC. He's he hasn't gotten vaccinated. He said he's not going to get vaccinated. He doesn't have to because the only games he's going to miss is the ones in New York and the ones in Golden State. So, but he gets to play most of the games. The thing with Kyrie is the mandate that we have in New York. So that shit fucks his shit up. You get what I'm saying? And like I said, I don't have no issue with you not wanting to get vaccinated. That's what you're saying. You're yeah. saying like his company, the company told him he'd be good. Hmm. And now they tried to get the trying, exemption. Now they're trying to, like, cause he like religiously don't want to take it too. But now he's getting publicly shamed into taking it now. Like he, he feels like they publicly shaming him. Oh, okay. So stop just saying like he being a crybaby. So he's asking you, do you agree yeah. with him being a crybaby or she? But it did, I think he's being a crybaby. But it's the issue is not just the crybaby because you got it for the most part right. It's the fact that this wasn't the only thing. You get what I'm saying? This isn't the only time he's been a crybaby. Well, I was. This is, but it's another thing. If it was, if this was the only thing, I'd be like, 
know, you know what I'm saying? That's different. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's kind of like the story when they say the boy that cried wolf. Eventually, he cried wolf, and mm. it was really wolf. So maybe that's this situation. Maybe this is something where mm. he really wanted believes to believes what he's saying and is standing his ground and sticking to his gun. And I think that this COVID and this whole vaccination thing is just one, yeah, mm. just one example mm. of how how celebrities as a whole are put to different standards than mm. regular people. And I feel like sometimes Explain. they are scrutinized. For, in this case, you believe? I'm just saying in general. Mm. Like, I think, I think this is just an example of how this happens. Like, a lot of times, you know, being that I'm in publicity and I, I help a lot of artists with their, their public branding and public relations and how they deal and interact with the public, I think this is an issue that needs to be looked at sometimes because I feel like people forget that celebrities are people. They are humans that have real emotions, that can make mistakes, mm -hmm. you know, and they, some things are not, like with this whole cancel culture, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Everything's not warranted to destroy someone's livelihood. And I think that this has gotten a little bit out of control with the pressures that we put on celebrities to make certain decisions so, when we're adults and it's our responsibility to do our due diligence mm -hmm. to make the right decision like as an adult you're telling me that you're looking to a celebrity to dictate whether you're going to take a vaccination or not all right then so as somebody that does pr right you publicize like a lot of like the things that they may do or like the positive opinions that they may have uh-huh no, it's recording. It's just the um thing. The um thing don't jump that high. But if I was to sit here and scream on the fucking mic, you'll see it. Oh, yeah, but I've bounced it and all that before. You'll hear it. Yeah, you'll hear everything. Um, all right then. So, but my situation and how it goes is like, yo, you publicize like all the positive things. You want to accentuate that. You want to let people know like this is what they're doing, like positive and stuff like that. But that that's influence. You get what I'm saying? So you want, but so. It might turn around and be on the flip side also, like the negativity and things like that. They are human. We're all human. But people, young people, especially people um, that don't have any like role models or anything like that, they get influenced all the way around. They think certain shit is cool. That's not cool. And I'm like, I'm not saying like this vaccination thing or whatever have you. How, Like I said, live how you want to fucking live. But I'm saying, though, these things influence people. And you can't say like they don't necessarily have emotions when I think like as like even me as a media, like when I publicize like certain things that they do, they would do regularly. You get what I'm saying? To get attention or like clickbait and stuff like that. That's a part of it. It will backfire and somebody will go and pick up some of the negative too. Mm -hmm. That's all a part of it. I mean, yeah. And that's why we have what you, we call crisis management. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as celebrities and as artists grow and, mm -hmm. you know, they, they kind of already have, they, they're public figures. They mm. don't necessarily need a publicist to announce, you mm. know, what's going on because people are in a space where they're checking for every little thing an artist do is it. doing. Um, but like I said, the, you know, they are humans and mistakes are going to be made. It's mm. just how, it's just as a people, I feel like sometimes we have to determine how far are we going to hold other people accountable, accountable. for how, our own actions? How high and, put them on a pedestal. And, and are we doing this 
so we can have a scapegoat. You follow what I'm saying? Feel better, because, yeah, feel better about yourself. Because my thing is, for me, and there's no discredit to any celebrity, but what real resume, besides them entertaining me, do they have? Do they have to that makes them qualified to give me any advice on anything in my life besides me doing whatever art form that they're in? You follow oh. what I'm saying? So I think that society has, especially now with social media, where things are so instant and you can't edit. You can't like if you're live and you just yeah. say some crazy shit. Say, yeah. <laughs> people fuck you are up. screen recording from the time you go live. But let, let me ask son. All right, because you you do PR. All right, then we're gonna get into it in the next segment. But you do PR, right? But the thing is, so you do want like if it's something like positive, like they do outside of what they're brand i mean what their brand is like this person's a singer but um they did like a fucking um they did like a giveaway and that influences people right as a publicist you're going to like kind of like capitalize and show this to the world like Mm -hmm. this is what they did Mm -hmm. and it kind of helps their brand and stuff like that but the flip side also is when they do some like negative shit though you know like they how do you go about it? Do you go about like, is it a thing on like, you got to, you got to get your Olivia Pope on, you got to hide like some of the negative shit that they do? Or do you say, all right, well, they did this and you know, that wasn't the right thing to do. Like have them like take responsibility for their actions. Like as a publicist, like what do you, what do you preach? Do you? Um, For me, I, I'm, I'm all about being proactive in avoiding situations so like i'm i constantly stress to my clients and that's like what we call media training mm-hmm. um i, I kind of stress to them the topics to stay away from you know it's okay to have your opinion mm-hmm. but some things it's not necessarily you don't necessarily need to express your opinion on mm-hmm. you know those are things for public consumption and you mm-hmm. have friends for that you know everything doesn't need to be out in the world so on the do, forum. You, do you like your um clients just sticking to what the fuck they do or do you like this new era of like every minute thing that they do gets like publicized you know people go on live and not do shit people go on live just to show you like shit man my living room playing 2k right now yeah i mean but i mean you you like I said, you you want to show a personable side. You know what I mean? You want to show that the artist is relatable. They're human. You know, they play Fortnite. They play 2K. You know, they mm. play whatever one. You know, Miami Call Vice or Call of Duty. You know, yeah. so those are the things that let supporters know and people that are following them know. Like, hey, you know, this guy is into what I'm into, and they can connect to them on a different level. So I, I'm definitely, you know, but you open see that's to where, that. but that that's where it works in the net because there's certain. All right, so now like you have a lot of people like champion like Kyrie because they themselves are anti-vax, and so he's now their champion. You get what I'm saying? And like so I, said, it, I mean, at the end of the day, when you're in you're a public figure. Mm-hmm. There is a certain, don't get me wrong, there is a certain res- amount of responsibility you have because you know the power of your influence. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is, as a, as a, as consumers, as followers, as supporters, as fans, mm-hmm. we have to sit back and start reflecting on how much influence are we allowing Them these to have. To have. When it comes to important decision making, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about your trends on 
what boots are we rocking? Yeah. What hairstyle? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I even go to Kim K's page, like, all right, what she want her ski trip? Because I'm going here and now. Yeah. I want to kind of see, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, what's yeah. going to, get some ideas. what's popping. And, yeah. you know, like, that. that's natural. We do that with our friends. So I, I'm not discouraging the influence i mean there wouldn't be no job for us if, if people didn't have influence that's what I, yeah you know what so I mean? yeah. but what i'm saying is we can't ridicule someone for not because they're they understand how important their platform is mm-hmm. if they choose to say you know what i'm just not going to speak on it nah because like, it, i respect that no but what LeBron if they james, lebron james Said that he's vaccinated, mm. but he he's doesn't not, he doesn't feel that it's appropriate for him to utilize his platform. But that's not say, what Kyrie said. Though. I know, but what I'm saying is, I'm. I'm what happens when of, like somebody that that has influence influence uses it for something that I guess people would figure to be wrong? But we just seen that with Trump. That's exactly who I was you know thinking what about. So, so, so what I'm saying is, this is why I feel like. It's up to the mass as people to say what they're going to allow. to Like, how far are we going to go with it? Like, are you going to... Is it going to be my everyday life? Or is it going to be... You know niggas don't critically think, right? You know, I mean, listen. But these, I barely those criti- are the things that we got to start doing. I barely critically think. You no, understand? I critically think. I barely. And I think yeah. maybe because what I do for a living, I you have, have to. to really yeah, think. you have to. Everything so has to I'm be nuanced. Always, yeah. you know, thinking of cause and effect and what's going to be the consequences and how is this going to be perceived i mean you know you work Mm. with me with and interviewed a lot of my clients you know Mm. we always go over talking points and Mm. and things those to that nature and and that's a good way like for artists and anyone that has a brand is that's why it's important to have a team and invest in a team because those are the people that's going to help you I'm gonna turn you into a Create motherfucking puppet. No, nah, <laughs> you don't want to turn into a puppet. You don't want to turn into a puppet, but you don't want to shoot your foot before you get in the race. Like, so it's like the weird ass. It's the, you teach like it's the weird ass line between authenticity. Um, you gotta excuse me, no. the brandy kicking my ass. So it's between that and fucking no, like. But you still showing. This is still the authentic self. It's just the best authentic self that you're showing. You're only like my thing is, and that's what everyone like a, with social media. It's like an average people, bitch with makeup. Now she a bad bitch. I tell people this all the time. Instagram, social media, any of those social platforms. Who I mean, there's some people that just like attention. I don't know. They like to post misery posts, but for the <laughs> most part, people are going to post the best version of themselves of that day, that time. But like, no one's looking through their phone. And saying, okay, I look like shit. Let me post this. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with an artist's behavior. Like, if they're having a bad day, we, we don't want to highlight that. We don't want to put that out to the world. <laughs> like, poor black China. What the <laughs> heck was going on in that airport? <coughs> but, but in the same breath, like, for me, mm-hmm. I was thinking more on the lines, okay, what were the surrounding circumstances? What provoked her? What took her to this 
this space. You know what I mean? But for the most part, I mean, the average viewers just thought it was hilarious or called her bugged out or she, you know, she's great. But people don't understand. A lot of people were saying she was on that booger sugar. But I've seen coke addicts. Coke addicts don't act so erratic. I I, I mean, but for me too, I've been around people that do coke. Most people that do coke are not, they're trying to have a good time. They're they're not that erratic. I've seen, yeah, I've seen plenty of coke. They're not trying to turn up in an airport and if they're up that early in the airport they definitely got shades so, on yeah they, facts they're not trying to have all that like I damn mean, so what you're saying is black china's on k2 i think black <laughs> china just had a moment and i think that she's targeted hmm. i think that people when they see when people see certain people out there they're drawn or they feel that they're compelled to say something to them and i think that we live in a, a world where People don't care about violating people's space. You see it all the time, like, people talk about celebrities so bad now. Like, I remember there was a time, like, celebrities were on a pedestal. Now it's like they, they're one post away from... I blame Wendy. ...being out of here. <laughs> I blame Wendy. You know what I mean? So... But, yo, so all right. Shout out to Wendy, you know? Nah, yo, Wendy is the, um, the absolute goat of... Gossip. Um, I'm reading um Charlemagne's book right now, and um a part of it is him talking about um how well prepared she is. Like people just think like she get up and we like, what's the messiest shit I can do today? But it's a lot of work that goes into that messy shit that yeah, she does. So yeah, so she's that's what that's what. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. One thing I can say about cancers and that's what I feel about Wendy when like we put a hundred and a million percent in anything that we do cancer but we, we but we're still we still Wendy's a cancer yeah I had no clue yeah Wendy's a cancer mm. and but so it's like even though even if we do something that may hurt somebody or but we still think about it and we still have remorse Really? Yeah. Wendy has remorse. Yeah. Wendy has remorse. I, I definitely know that she she thinks about it. She thinks about it. I had no clue. Because I just thought she was, I because, thought she was just cutthroat. No. It, it's just that I feel like we're in an industry, especially as women, mm-hmm. we're put in that space sometimes. I get you. So let me ask you something. Do you believe like, because not looking back at it, some of the things, she you knows she does try to offer advice after she says the fucked up shit that she's going to say. <laughs> Do you think she's doing it like to be malicious? No, I think she's op- she's an opportunist. Mm. And I feel like, and that's why I said this is the business side of us. Mm. Somebody's going to report on it anyway. So Somebody's going to tell a story anyway. So she's going to capitalize off of it. But it it doesn't mean that she's doing it because she's trying to necessarily destroy you. As well. It's just that in her line of work, especially back then. You sound that's uh, that's how every drug dealer that I know sounds. <laughs> that's what? what they say. That's it's like well, they was gonna smoke. They was gonna smoke crack regardless, bro. I'm but, sure. but, <laughs> that's but that's what every drug dealer knows. Think about it. Think about it right now. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not even going to use that story. But any viral story that happens with a celebrity, mm-hmm. the minute it happens, once TMZ posted or whoever posted it. was up, yeah. It, every, She's the one of the no, pioneers, but, but, though. But, but hear what I'm saying. Every outlet mm-hmm. that follows that you, I don't care what platform, big, small, top tier, low tier you go to, you're going to see that same story when it's breaking news. Now? But, now, 
But what it was was back then. She you, was the first person. You one have first to be like the first person. Like it didn't have the same impact if you reported after someone reported it. Because most people didn't report these things because there was so many gatekeepers to it. Because she was just one of those people. Like man, it fuck wasn't the bullshit. She cut the she cut the red tape. It's not her fault. Things fell on her lap. Somebody has to be feeding her this information. But a lot of the shit. Wendy didn't work on every camp. No, she, she did in not. Every room. But once she once she made it public, like, all right, this is you know I'm going to I'm going to air it. That's when people started coming to her with it. You get what I'm saying? Well, yeah, they brought it. <laughs> they like, brought it. Yeah, rest in peace, Whitney Houston, man. <laughs> Ad yeah. podcast. Um, you know, play a couple tunes. Let's play something from Nizzle. Okay. And then we're going to be back and then we're going to get into your business and your shit. Oh, nice. All right, that's the AD podcast. We'll be back. One day when I say, yo, if you could do anything you want to do in the world and just erase it, what would it be? Me? I probably, I probably shoot it out with the police or something, then press reset. <laughs> Most of y'all niggas probably say something like get money with the bros or some shit like that. Why? You ain't touch no bag. I already get money with the bros like that. <laughs> Snakes in the grass. Now where I'm from, concrete, all rats, hallways, no pads. Fight for your life or fall back. <laughs> You got the right mother, son, I ain't fighting for none You niggas better run or you niggas getting spun Fuck clout, fuck fame, no Feed the guys, miss gang, bro All the bitches we the hit, we the bang, bro Pop this perk, she do what I say, so ass like J-Lo True story, could have been up on Maury I would have been like Maury Let me tell you my story, I was in glory She just wouldn't get off me yeah. So I let her work on the wood like Geppetto I'm a devil, she don't want the plan B She a rebel, I'm not your average nigga, no I'm not the marriage nigga, ayy I'ma get bags with ya Pay to get your ass bigger, ooh Yeah, so don't even ask nigga Wait, you can't see the vision Cause you ain't in the picture <laughs> yeah. Just got me a bag nigga Yeah, somebody try taking somebody getting lifted Yeah, so don't even ask nigga Wait, you can't see the vision cause you ain't in the picture <laughs> Just got me a bag, nigga Yeah, somebody try taking somebody getting lifted I mean it, I'm frosty Show see your chest like it's coffee I fold your spot Got guns like Robocop You niggas is twat Dig them a plot Then lower the box I see you in hell Cause niggas is demons Can't pray for forgiveness Cause nigga, I mean it yeah, yeah, wait. All the niggas with me scheming. Got a piece kicking Billy Jean in. We gon' cash out for the weekend. I got no type of issues. Hey, niggas ain't fighting with you. Wait, fuck up your life, they miss you. Ooh, pick up the pipe and lift you. Yeah, so don't even ask, nigga. Wait, you can't see the vision cause you ain't in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> just got me a bag, nigga. Yeah, somebody try taking somebody getting lifted. Yeah, so don't even ask, nigga. Wait, you can't see the vision cause you ain't in the picture. <laughs> Just got me a bag, nigga. Yeah. Well, alright. AD Podcast, man. We are back. And um, that lovely lady that we had before helping me co host is now my guest. Hey. Hey, Franny. What up? What's going on with you? Don't forget the M. 
Franny M. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. Um, so for those who may not know, I know you as celeb publicist. Hey. Yes. Um, right. How would you sum yourself up? What would you say? Well, if somebody asked you, what you do? What would you say? Um, I would say I am Nizu's manager, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Um, but I am the co-founder of CGM mm-hmm. Incorporated. And... We also have a publicity arm, which is CGM Publicity. So I would say I'm a owner, manager, and I'm a public relations strategist. And I specialize in like brand development. Mm-hmm. Not do a little bit more than just set up interviews. Nah, that I know for a fact. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm, we gonna go back to like how it all started and stuff. But question that I always wanted to know is how the fuck. Excuse me. You so quick with this stuff. You like as far as like brand strategist, like it sound like some shit somebody just would slap on a fucking IG bio. You get what I'm saying? But nah, like whenever I talk to you, like it don't even seem like this shit be like premeditated. It just be like, oh slaps, you know what you should have did? You should have did this, this, this and that. Or like even when like you see somebody like fucking up, you'd be like, This I'd have did this, this, this and that. And it's like it's quick. It comes to you like super fast. Like this is obviously like your gift and your talent in life. You get what I'm saying? Like, Thank you. no problem. Like, how the fuck did that happen and did that develop? Um, I, I don't know. I'm just. I, I guess I would say first and foremost, it was a gift from God and my mm. parents. Um, they were very creative individuals. Um, but for me. I like building things. I like taking something from, I don't want to say nothing, but, mm-hmm. you know, humble beginnings and, mm-hmm. and you know, watching developing it, it, you know, helping it, watching it grow. And I don't know. I, it just comes to me. It's, it's what I love. Mm-hmm. I, I originally started out in school in the medical field. When I was young, I was, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. And I think that was more of my grandfather's idea of what I was going to be. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, I, I switched gears. I was fortunate to have an opportunity to work with someone that was really big in marketing and in mm-hmm. the labels, and she went off on her own, and I interned with her for a while and then became an assistant. And then um, after that, I started working with um, Nizu, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? No, nah, you jumping ahead. No, nah, I'm not jumping ahead. This is how I got into... All right, really go ahead, being go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. No, no, this is how I I'm I'm telling you. I, so when I started working with Nizu, um, we had a very micro budget. You know what I mean? And I feel like it forced us to be creative and think outside of the box and use a lot of guerrilla marketing tactics. Mm-hmm. And and really give me some. Give me a tactic that you came up with when you when y'all was broke. Oh God! Why one, just one, just give me secret. one. Give me one. Um, Give me one that she was like, yeah, this is this about I'm right. I'm trying to think of one good one. We was broke. Something a rollout, something creative. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, shit, we've been broke for a while. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just messing. Around. Um, I would just say, um utilizing a lot of his like social media platforms you know mm-hmm. to do um a lot of interaction and engagement mm-hmm. 
that was one of the main things. I'm trying to think what else that we did. I mean, because... Hey, I fuck with the life vest. Life vest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that was more a nizzle thing, and that mm-hmm. was... That was an interesting thing how we stumbled upon that. Yeah, I got the story. For those who don't know the story, go to my YouTube and look at my interview with Nizzle. He gives us stuff like the full scoop of exactly how he came up with like the. Um, Yeah, but but like I said, I just feel like it was. It's it's just more so you know when you when you're dealing with artists and not just Nizzle. You know, a lot of the artists that entrusted me with their brands in the beginning, you know, had small budgets. And you know, this industry, it takes a lot. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, leveraging a lot of my relationships, um, taking, okay, so I'll give you, this is a good example. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of jobs Mm -hmm. for barter. Okay. Like you do this for me, I'll do that. Yeah, so a lot of things in the beginning, you know, certain things I'd be like, all right, we don't got digital marketing. Yo, listen, I'll do a couple of EPKs for you, you know, you do a couple of this or whatever, you know what I mean? So, um, a lot of in the beginning was, you know, leveraging relationships that I've um built through the years. Um, you know, shout out Rock Nation, you know, I interned there mm-hmm. and I've gotten a a lot of support from a lot of the top executives and yeah so just like leveraging relationships i remember one time i went to lunch and um i was speaking with one of the heads of the department and that's what they told me you know your phone is everything mm-hmm. you know that's your network that's if you can't pick up your phone and call people and yeah. connect with no, people i just see wallow said yo i'm about to make five million dollars off this 1400 iphone and I was like, yo, son, I ain't gonna lie, I ran that shit back. Because it was a real, it was like a real quick yeah. reel. Like 15, se- yeah, it was like 15 seconds. He was like, and the um thing, the dude that sold it to him was like, yo, that's crazy. He's like, nah, I'm dead ass. He was like, you see this? I just paid 1400 I'm about to make $5 million off this iPhone. Watch. Yeah. And I'm like, that shit is some inspiring shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, social media was definitely, I feel like, a, a good tool for uh, hmm. any artist. You hmm. know what I mean? Like, just figuring out what platform works best for you and where you have the most visibility and and leveraging that platform to connect people to other platforms. That's fine. Cool. So where you from? I'm from Staten Island. Shaolin. No, Staten America now. Well, it was Shaolin. Wow. No, shout out to Wu Tang. Nigga, you know? it was Wu Wednesday yesterday, bro. Don't yeah. disrespect me. Nah, shout I was out. just watching that shit. Nah, shout out to. I, I, I watched, just missed that shit yesterday, I man. With, I, I rock with Wu Tang. You know what I mean? Not, mm. you know, they was before my time, but I definitely rock with the Wu. You know what I mean? Wow. Damn, but, now I feel old. Nah, it's the not. The first song I knew by heart was Method Man. No, but I actually know Method Man and Mary J. Blige song. Mm. Not, like not M A T H O. That's the first song I knew oh, by heart. No. <laughs> yeah. oh, but wow. I know it now. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm saying I just feel old. Thank you. Nah, you said, that's before feel... my time. Oh wow. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. I mean it in the sense of like mm. I wasn't partying to at routine. that point. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Mm. So. I feel like your music is where you partying, where you turning up to. Like I don't know, that's the just stuff, my no, perception. No, no, no. I get the stuff that you play the hand and making pop. Yeah, and then and and for me, like growing up, hmm. my mom immersed us and exposed us to all different types of genres. Like hmm. some of my favorites are not like who people would think, like Barbara Streisand and Donna Summers and Diana Diana Ross is my 
ultimate favorite. Like I seen her at the Grammys, we were like 20 feet apart and I think the teardrops. That was the only time I was ever starstruck. Yeah. And I've met yeah, a happened. couple of great it's people. Happened. It happens to all of us. And I actually got to meet Jay-Z during my internship. And yeah. I, I wasn't starstruck. I was more nervous because we had to introduce ourselves. It was like, it was all of the top executives upstairs. Um, Tata was sitting at the, at the head. And at the time, you know, the president was sitting, you know, at Benny Pugh. He was sitting at this end of the table. Mm-hmm. And you know they're talking and everyone's going over everything and then like jay-z walks in mm-hmm. so now you know like all of the interns we're like all sitting mm-hmm. like you know well y'all can't see me y'all could just hear me but <laughs> see me. And this yeah. just said that to me the other day why do you talk with your hands so much like nah, you got to see you bro i'm no, just no, like no. i don't know just, that's how you pitch it the, when the, you the, pitch the, it with your hands it makes it work a lot better exactly you know, so and so i feel like a meteorologist see me, my yeah. hands yeah we were sitting it was like seating like at the back of the the meeting it's like this huge conference room Mm -hmm. this is the old building was beautiful anyway Mm -hmm. so jay-z walks in and everyone's looking and i'm like oh shit like about what jay walking yeah like because it's like this is jay-z like Mm. you know what i'm saying and he, you know, he's just like, hey, everybody, what's up? How you doing? Like, you know, smiling, saying hi to everyone. And he goes to the end and then, like, Tata's like, all right, everybody, introduce yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, so now as every, it's coming closer and closer to my heart. It's like, because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound stupid. Like, I don't want to, you know, come across fanned out. And, you know, I'm a fan of Jay-Z's music, you know, so... I don't know, but it was definitely like he was like co- like real cool. Mm. It was dope. So I seen him a couple of times. Yeah, Fat Joe, mm. Casanova, everybody. They were really nice too. Mm. And and Fat Joe used to always give us like a lot of advice and mm. That's talk dope. to us. Mm-hmm. That's fine. All right, then. So Staten Island. Um, how heavy in the music industry is Staten Island? Um. And I'm not just talking about like rappers and stuff. Nah, I'm talking about I think, like, I think Staten Island's pretty heavy. I just think we underrepresented as far as the light being sh- shown on us. There's a lot of actors that come from mm-hmm. Staten Island. There's a Shout lot of producers. The, um, Mac Wiles, he records yeah, Mac Wiles. Yeah. Um, yeah, football players, mm-hmm. boxers. There's all types of creatives that a lot of creatives come from Staten Island. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. True. I right, that cool. So, what was your um thing? What was your what was your household like? Um, it was fun. Um, oh, you gonna make me cry? Um, nah. I mean, it was loving, supportive. I mean, did just, they? So, I mean, cause a lot just of people, like, a lot of people want to get into the music industry. When you said like, mom, dad, I'm about to um be the dopest publicist ever. What was like their reaction? Oh. Um, that's one thing for me. I feel like my parents just wanted me to be successful and happy. Mm. And my dad was real old school because I remember one time he said to me and my sister, like, you and your sister's gonna be fine. Your brother, he better bust his ass and get a job. Like you're gonna get like like he still had that idea, like pretty privilege. Like you'll get married, yeah. some man will take care of y'all, y'all be alright. But he better get his shit together, like mm. you know. So my father, I mean, he, he, he 
supported, mm. you know, what I did and what mm. we do, but I don't think it really, like, he understood that. Like, I don't think he would understand that. And then when I really started coming into, you know, my career and, and my successes, mm. um, unfortunately, my dad had a stroke and, you know, he was dealing with some health issues, so he, he wasn't really privy to, you know, see me oh, graduate how, from how, college okay, and, okay. and certain things. So um, I don't know. But I think my father would just be supportive and he would be happy and then he would think it's cool. Hmm. But he what wouldn't be too like, why did you choose that profession? And my mm -hmm. mom was very supportive. Mm -hmm. You know, she was very supportive. And um, yeah, I think she just would be proud. Right. And when, when, yeah, she was proud and the things my mom did get to see, you know, like when I worked BT, carpet and things like that. So she was very happy That's for me. Right. So, yeah. Got so um, how do, how, how did you get into the industry? Like what was the um, steps? Cause you know, you touched on it, you know, a couple of internships, colleges and yeah, things like I mean, that. But how was, did you, what was your like first like taste you would say like in the music business? Um, the music business, I would say, um, you know, working with Nizzle and interning at Rock Nation, because that's where it really, like, mm -hmm. started gelling when you together. Started, when you started working with Nizzle? Um, well, we've been working, oh, God, what, we incorporated in 2014. Dope. Yeah, we're incorporated. That's right. Get your incorporation on people. Mm -hmm. You you guys want to have movements? That's all cool, but protect your brand. Make sure you inked up. <laughs> Make sure you inked up. Yeah. That's right. Chain Game Music Incorporated. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're, we're incorporated. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've always loved music and mm -hmm. wanted to be a part of it. I knew from an early age it wasn't going to be you can't sing. on the mic. <laughs> yeah, I knew, that was, I knew that wasn't happening. I'll never forget my grandmother told me, she said, I told her I wanted to sing because my grandmother could sing. Mm. And um, she said, okay. she didn't, I guess she didn't want to hurt my feelings and just tell me, like, you don't got it. So she said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to put some music on, put headphones on, and record yourself mm. singing. Sing the song, any song, and then play it back <laughs> and then make your decision. Yo. How does sound? We're not going to talk about that. But that's why <laughs> you see where I'm at today. Do, I'm, doing, do you I'm still behind have, the scenes. Do you still have this tape? <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you sing? Um, I think, oh, I sang, oh my God. And why did I choose this? I sang Deborah Cox. How can, how did, how, how did, how did you get there? <laughs> oh, you went, nigga, nigga. I went, I nigga, went for the on, nigga started on all mad, nigga. They say, fuck the rookie set, nigga. I was, if I was, if I was going to be the no, Beyonce, no, no, next no. Beyonce, I had to start from the, the, top. the top. Yes. And it was like, nah, girl, oh, you ain't going to be the next B. Oh, yo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you used to um thing? Did yeah, you hit Destiny that? You hit that? You hit the high note at the end. Destiny Child did not mean me. <laughs> no room for me. Uh, uh, nah, we all need that. Um, we all need that. Fuck your dream moment every now and then, man. That like that's a not. It's not um what you call it. Shout out to L Jones. Um, I had this conversation with a. And we was talking about like when do we kill somebody's dreams? I say like yo, I love I love your grandmother's approach. That's the approach I would have. Mm. Like, would you listen to this shit, my nigga? <laughs> like, be real. And you know, some people are willing to put in the fucking pain to get better. Yeah. 
You understand what I'm saying? There's an ashtray right there. You ain't have to do all that. <laughs> but yeah, some. <laughs> yeah, but nah, there's uh, what you call it? Some people are willing to put in the pain to go from like trash to good. You get what I'm saying? Some people realize like, you know what? It's just not in me, and they move on to what they're actually like really good at and passionate about still. And you know what? You know what made me really decide to. Be in like the marketing and the publicity mm-hmm. realm of music. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like I looked at it like teachers on graduation day. They get to relive that moment uh-huh. every year, like the build up. I don't know. It's something about you know when you're in that senior year, and it's like for the student, you're never gonna live to see that day again. You're never gonna have uh-huh. those emotions. But award season every year. But what I'm talking about with teachers, they get oh. to relive the graduation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Year. So like, as a P- so but as the a award, yeah. publicist, not even about the awards, you just get to be in music. Every time you get a new client, and they build up to that top, you get to go on that ride with them every time. That's so. You know fine, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you get to keep getting those rushes. Whereas with the artists, once they kind of. Peak? Peak. It's like they're never going to... It's like getting high for the first time, if that's a good analysis. Yeah. You're never going to get that same high again. You know what I mean? So, but where's me? I guess I, I live it over that's and over again. What about Mariah Carey? What about Mariah Carey? Remember, she had... It was two phases. It was definitely two phases. Yeah, but Mariah Carey's a rarity. We, I artists, mean, but no, but so, but, it, but it can't happen. But because I, 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 I remember, like, I, you're dead in, like in high school, my man's dad told me, like, after um that candy shit dropped, no, man, after that candy shit dropped, he was like, oh damn, it's like clip, it's over, over, and then the emancipation of Mimi dropped, and I was like, maybe not. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, and I don't want artists to feel like, yeah, you only get one. <laughs> You only no, get one. You, I just mean, you only no, get that heroin wash rush nah, once. Nah, but it's still different. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. still different. Mm-hmm, got you. To have nothing like no stardom, no fame, like it's still different. Yeah, facts. Because you had it before. Yeah, yeah, the rebrand and stuff. Like you still, you feel accomplished and probably happy that you can <coughs> sustain, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. Like as just hitting. Yeah, just. When you first sign that deal and you first blow out the gate, like mm. when you first start seeing the numbers, you know, piling up on your YouTube views and people commenting and you like, oh, you know what I mean? That's fine. So let me ask you something. When did you know this was for you, though? I mean, because like I said, you know, you wanted to sing. Then you realize, yeah. And so when did you So at a certain point you wanted to do this? When did you know, like, you could do this? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I feel like I always, I always know I could put any, like anything I do, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Like I worked production for a while, like when I was in school, mm-hmm. I um worked with any network on the production side of things. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of creativity to bring to the table. And then like, even like, at Rock Nation, our internship was very hands-on. Mm-hmm. So we were able to, like, on Tuesdays, we had, like, these breakout meetings, and we were able to pitch ideas, mm-hmm. pitch different artists that we felt was, you know, rising and mm. sh- they should look into. So that really gave me the confidence, them entrusting us. And um, one of my biggest moments there was they had an artist, G Perico, 
he's from LA. Shout out to G for Rico. Yeah. Only nigga with a jerry curl. Yes. <laughs> so I was one of the interns on his project and he was dropping a you single. You intern G five. I didn't even know that. I like yeah. I'm, I'm actually a G Perico fan. Yes. Yeah, so which he, which one which which um which project? Um it was a single was it Shake That or Ass something Something with asses. I don't remember. <laughs> it was a lot of asses. And the video was very raunchy. And I feel like we were still, like, teetering on the space of, like, what visuals would, like, kind of be, like, be accepted. I don't even know. But <laughs> So, with um, PR, when you drop a video, we always look for what we call premiere partners. So that's like a, a it's a third party outlet, you know, mm -hmm. usually like, like a media YouTube platform. Not no no no. So it would be like a like a old hip hop or hip hop mm -hmm. weekly where they would they launch the first views of the video. Like they mm -hmm. drop it, they do an exclusive like yeah. this is an exclusive premiere mm -hmm. of this video and that's where you can see the video and for a few hours until like yeah, we distribute it other places. Yeah. And um so I pitched for them to do a premiere with Pornhub. And yeah, I reached out to Pornhub, I made the connection, and they premiered the video on Pornhub. Mm -hmm. So that's when I really knew like my out-of-box thinking. Because mm -hmm. at first I was really like nervous to even pitch that idea because I'm mm -hmm. like, they're going to think I'm like some type of freak or something. <laughs> like, why? How did you she... know about Pornhub? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just know, I mean, this porn. <laughs> so I'm like, this kind of looked like porn. And... Yeah. And this is a porn site. Yeah, and, so. yeah. and, you know, and then, you know, shout out. To um, the senior publisher at the time, she you know took over and made it. She over. let you rock, oh, okay? Yeah, but you know, yeah, but she you know finished everything up. But I brought it to the table, did the connections, and uh -huh. yeah, and that's where it, it dropped on there. That's fine. so that's when I knew I'm like, all right, all right. So, who are you currently working with? Um, I have Nizzleman. That's who I manage. Mm -hmm. Um, my PR clients, I have Miles Music or mm -hmm. ha Miles Hardaman. Mm -hmm. um, he just recently signed a production deal with Neo. Mm -hmm. And then I have a Latin drill artist, Young Choppy. Choppy. Yeah, Choppy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just dropped a single to mm. Choppy. And um, then I also I just recently started representing Bankroll Buna mm -hmm. from Brownsville, mm -hmm. you know, Brooklyn Drill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And right now I'm about quality, not quantity. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We, I'm a, we a boutique firm. How do you, um, what you call it? Because uh, you know, you know, ask me this all the time. Wonder, wonder, wonder asks is like, yo, do you get in contact with the artists or do they contact you? Um, They contact me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they contact me. I don't know. It's so I'm about my greatness. I'm just because <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody's listening right now. There's a rapper listening right now. Like, how do I get in touch with uh, uh with PR? Yeah, no, nah, they reach out to me and um. And yeah. then you know the first question is those three magic words. What's your budget? What's your budget? That's always the PR's three magic words. Yeah, What's your I budget? Think that's a lot of people's magic words. <laughs> like, be regular folk. What's your budget? Like, what? <laughs> what are you 
got two followers. Yeah, but yeah. I, <laughs> like, I be getting some of these media outlets be bugging out. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, oh, a thousand. I said, a thousand who? <laughs> Boy, I'll get my own damn camera <laughs> and put my own 600 views on it. Like, bye. Yeah, but fine. yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, and oh yeah, and a lot of time it'd be their management. You do know their management. Shout mm-hmm. out to Game Time Productions. Mm-hmm. You know, bless. He works with a lot of those artists. So mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the managers reach out to me, and well, I have relationships with the management because mm-hmm. I've worked on other projects or well, the they know artists that I've worked with. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's good to have a clean name in this yeah. industry. Yeah, and you know, shout out to Etha, the Connect, and Mr. Swipey. Those was mm-hmm. my t- two first. Whole my cherry, yeah. yeah, the foreign shout out foreign side. You know, they definitely showed me mad love. Um, mm-hmm. those was my Sway cherry from, acts. I was saying from Brooklyn. Hey. Nah, nah, nah. Sway from Brooklyn. I'm not from Brooklyn. I'm a Staten Island gal. <laughs> Staten Island gal. You know what I mean? But I just, you know, I got, I got, I got some great allies. You know what I mean? That's but, so, so what, uh, what is your aspirations in this game? What's the um thing? What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the goal? Um, my goal is to build this company to a space where we can create jobs, real jobs for people, and I can have people on salary and you know payroll. Because if I can pay people, then that means I'm paid. You know what I mean? Like comfortably, like, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? Like, and that that's that's my real goal is just to to be in a space where I can have a great company that other publicists and you know, management teams will feel comfortable coming and working for us, with us, mm-hmm. you know. Is there any artists you aspire to work with? Um, no. <laughs> no. They take it as it comes. Yeah, I, I, there's no artist that I aspire to work with because for me personally, I feel like, and it's, you know, no disrespect to any publicist that I'm working with, super established artists, mm-hmm. but when artists are already lit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, they lit. So, you know, it, it definitely makes it, your, your job is, it's not, I want to say easier, but it, it's, it's definitely so a little like, bit more so comfortable. You, so you like it from the ground level? Yeah, I like, I like the, I like the, the, the grind. You know what I mean? Mm. I like the hustle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and because the goal is to, to have all my clients be in that space where mm. now they lit. You know what I'm saying, and we start the show again with the, with the next round of troops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and it keeps going. So I don't. It's not that I want to just work with minimalist artists. I just feel like the artists that I'm working with now are stars, and and they're gonna they're gonna be they're there. gonna grow. Okay, they're gonna grow. So let me ask you something. How important is it for you for the artists to? Trust your word. I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of hard-headed motherfuckers. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Could you work with somebody that's hard-headed but is a star or what they've done so far works? Or is it like, listen, my nigga, you hired me to do a job. Can you do it with a micromanager? Um, I don't really get too much of that because, like, the clients that I work with, they have managers. And then... Mo- like so like with the guys that I'm working with now they trust me you know and their manager brought me in mm-hmm. to, to do a job and mm-hmm. so far everything's been going great they give me insight input like in which I value because you need to 
have conversations with the client in order to make the client happy you need to know what it is what their goals are where they're trying to go who are they as a person like i can't make up who you are I'm not, that's when it goes to we're not being authentic mm-hmm. so I have to have conversations with you to say okay to know who you are as a person, person. to yeah. even match you up with, align you with different brands and opportunities that make sense to you that, you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I don't see it so oh my God. <laughs> I don't necessarily <laughs> see it as micromanaging mm-hmm. I see it more as insight mm-hmm. now and a lot of the times when you're doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. is because they don't know how to do what you're doing. What you're doing. So they, so they need they, you. Yeah, they, they need, need you. you. They need you at a certain you point. You know what I mean? Yo, uh, wait, can you just crack the window? Yeah, gotcha. Uh, that makes sense. All right, cool. Yo, friend, um, I want to let you know, um, I appreciate you, Queen. Oh, it's been, you. um, it's been an honor and a pleasure working with you from like off the rip you know you've been super kind and super dope and super generous with all the information that you have thank so you. thank you um i'm glad we could get this done um yeah i know it's long overdue no nah, I, I still i still want to get you on the vent you, you know we're gonna we're gonna get in your own thing me. i want to get all in your business but <laughs> this was the pro, this was the professional one you know this is to inspire the people that would like to um also work in the industry and stuff like that. Do you have any advice for people that want to be behind the scenes in the industry? Um, Go to school. I would definitely say go to school. And I'm not saying it because I'm being cliche. School mm. is more than the, the book education. It's the network. Mm. Networking is super. I can't stress how important your network is. And that's in any industry. Your network you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and so... I would de- because a lot of the people that's in the industry moving and shaking, they're mm-hmm. gonna be people that you went to school with. You Full know what fact. I mean? Like they, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, we graduated. Like even when you look at like Charlemagne, the God, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of like the Karen Civils and all them, they all went to Howard together. Yeah, so as you know, like I was having this conversation with um uh, things one once again, like we just left the industry party and like it felt like like he knew all like the movers and shakers, and what he did was he like reassured me like. Nah, he's like he's like the only reason why is because I'm older than you. I'm a generation higher, but he was like at your age, you know, my people was at the level you're at. He was like you're on the right course. He was like so as I've gotten older and I came up, a lot of people that I was peers with, you know, mm-hmm. they came up too. So it might look like I know all these big heads now, but. At a certain point, I was wet where you were at, and we was all like mid-level management, yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out how do we get those exact offices and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like you know, all of us, our little crew. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we outside. Shout out to and, and, uh, and, shout out to Jazz and, and K. And, yeah, yeah, and, my guys. And then there's gonna be a day that you know what I mean. We're gonna be looking at the younger folks like. I remember. I remember. I used I to be like, we yeah. had to go out every <laughs> we night. Had week. Yeah, we had to grind. And people don't understand. <laughs> every, every they party. be looking at it like thinking you. That's y'all. Y'all be putting up some fire ass Instagram, <laughs> Instagrams. Yeah, y'all make y'all Instagram stories look so lit. Nah, like, it that's lit. why. That's why everybody be like, "Yo, where y'all be at all the time?" Nah, I'm not gonna lie. You know, there's definitely a lot of perks. But like, mm-hmm. back to the advice, I would say, go to school, build your network. Um, mm-hmm. Take advantage of disposable income. Mm-hmm. I said this the other day on a clubhouse chat. I don't know if it went over people's heads, mm. but when you're younger, especially yeah, if you cash. live at mm. home with your yeah. parents, yeah. <laughs> if you want to 
start businesses do it now you mm-hmm. know start investing in it now or you know just figuring whatever it is when that you, you want to lose. do mm-hmm. yeah because now at least you don't have to worry about i'm paying rent right now i'm paying this i'm paying that so and you have a younger people mm-hmm. especially like college age they tend to more want to build with you and and get into the thing. Look how yeah. Facebook came about. Less, you know way, less yeah, <laughs> way less jaded. Way less jaded. I definitely think take advantage of that and and utilize your disposable income the right way. Ah, uh, yo, Franny, I appreciate you going. So you know what we are gonna do? I think the beginning we got a little bit into pop pop culture. So what we are gonna do is we gonna actually like talk a little real life at the end. Are you are you down? Okay. Can we go on that journey? All right. All right. Then, so we're going to do that. All right. Then, so um, ADD Podcast, man, we're going to be right back. Um, figure out what we're going to play. We're going to figure Man, send me something. <laughs> All right. ADD Podcast, man. We'll be back. Didn't have no choice but to go up, go up, pull 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 up. Spending racks and demons on my girl, watching her glow up. Rich nigga still in the neighborhood, still eating coke Street nigga, bitch, I'm in the Bentley doing donuts. Taught myself how to get millions, ain't nobody show us. From my young nigga, 50 balls, told him little nigga grow up. Uncle Vic told me stay down with this shit till it blow up. Smoking on some shit you not got, walk walk in my soda. For the packs, now I sign t-shirts and posters Drop 500 racks to drop the top on that new roaster Balenciaga the drip First class, Dubai, take a trip Spend a little bit, stack all the chips I walk in my jail and go crazy Can't get money with me, you too lazy One thing I ain't never did was never, ever, ever let a bitch play me Hell nah, sorry I put it down in the city, now I'm up, nigga I used to eat a hundred peas just for lunch, nigga I got fuck niggas recruiting other fuck niggas Hustle hard, ain't no such thing as luck, nigga Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up didn't have no choice but to go up Pull up, 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 pull up. Spending racks and demons on my girl watching her glow up Rich nigga still in the neighborhood still eating coke yeah. Street nigga bitch I'm in the Bentley doing donuts yeah. Taught myself how to get millions ain't nobody show us From my young nigga 50 balls told him little nigga grow up Hold up, 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 hold up. I just pulled a eight of codeine and a Coca Cola. I make it look too easy. I carry my whole hood on my shoulder. Damn. If money not in the equation, please do not approach us. Swear to God. Cut my day one nigga off because of jealousy. Damn. Every day I'ma get fresh and pull up medicine. Dirty. Pull too much cert by mistake because I'm heavy hand. Bitch, I'm the plug, best friend. You just a middle man. Hey, fuck them niggas. I don't fuck with them niggas. I'm cut from a different cloth. Yeah, yeah. Ask your CEO and your rap friends why they hate dogs. Rich nigga, how I pop it on pop it. The top come out, so I dropped it on him. Pay 30k over sticker price, I had to cop it on him. Hold up, 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 hold up. We was down for so long, didn't have no choice but to go up. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Spending racks and demons on my girl, watching her glow up. Rich 
nigga still in the neighborhood, still eating cocuts. Yeah. Street nigga, bitch, I'm in the Bentley doing donuts. Yeah. Taught myself how to get millions, ain't nobody show us. From my young nigga, 50 bows, told a little nigga grow it's up. Dope. ADD podcast, man. Uh, we are back. Um, yo, uh, I, this is our first show since. I want to say, um, R.P. Dolph, R.P. Yeah. Virgil. It's a lot. Yeah, sorry about that. Think... Yeah, so um, and it's kind of like, huh? Yeah, what man. is going? On? Yo, first of all, I'm like, if the world is ending, God, let me know so I can wild out a little bit. I'm not. I'm never forgiving God if this is Stop it. it. If this no. <laughs> If this is really, he has always forgiven you. Don't do that to my man. I'm just saying, you let slavery go. You let it rock. You let it rock. But that you know, was, that wasn't the time. It was antebellum slavery, wasn't it? I've read on these things. They wore leather jackets of human skin. Didn't who? Didn't somebody who just put ASPCA? Or? Yeah. One of them is it ASPCA? Was they it? just made yeah, but they no, were, it's not ASPCA. What is the name of that? Pet, um, 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 the um, the people that be pouring the paint. Yeah, on people. what are um, they called? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, you, um, the people that put animal rights people. Peter. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ASPCA is for in the arms. I'm supposed to go see my uncle today. Yeah, um, um, but yo, but nah, like, do you know, yo, slavery And then was, a blizzard in Hawaii is supposed to be happening. They used to, yo, you know what happened when you got diarrhea in, <laughs> during slavery? They corked your ass, bro. That's wild. Yeah. I was not expecting you to say diarrhea. That's why I died just now. Like, <laughs> yo, what? God, during, wait, they yo, put a cork in your booty hole? They put a cork, yeah. That if has had, to, that would if you had, like you. food, If you had food poisoning. They cork your ass, bro. So this, yo, though. I'm telling you, God, that was your moment. If that was your, I wouldn't even have to be here to pay bills. But that was it. That was when you should have been like, yo, you know what? Y'all getting a little unruly. <laughs> let's bring this back. Let's bring this back. You know, it can't be because, yeah, it can't be. I mean, but Blizzard in Hawaii is kind of wild, though. <laughs> it is. And there were like up to 12 inches a foot of snow in Hawaii, a tropical they not island. Built, they not built for that. And they're like, well, you know, in some places in the high mountaintops, yeah, of course the snow is in the mountains anywhere, mm-hmm. but on ground. Imagine being on the beach. Yeah, Even they got these snowflakes. Even then, it would already be cold. You would know something is wrong. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. What I don't, I don't like that. Oh, uh, you know the heating in old buildings. B-O-D. Yo, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night like, <gasps> the heat be so mud. I'd rather that than cold, though. But, like, you know how you have, like, in, so in my bedroom and the living room, we have, like, the spiral-looking You got a bedroom in your living room? I said in the bedroom and living room, so oh, I said. Oh, okay. It's not a studio, nigga. No. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, you have, like, the little spiral short radiator one. But then, like, the kitchen, the bathroom is a long heating pole. Oh, you got the... Oh, oh, no. That pole But the pole is not covered. And I told the super, I'm like, don't they make protected coverings for these things? Yeah, Granted, I don't live with children. You know, you have children's house, you got to have bars in your window and shit like that. I'm like, I said I don't live with any children because I don't have any but my neck. Um, I could walk into this at any point. Son, one day I was getting out the shower, half asleep, you know, whatever, trying to wake up, get my life to I had pulled my arm back. I had just like pulled the curtain and my arm swung back. And it's like, I feel like it took so long to register. I was like, yo, <laughs> I, listen, I cried uh, like I a show, baby child. I showed you, I showed you what I have. 
No. Yo, son. It's going to leave such an ugly I scar. I'm that, so sad I left about the, it. I left the shit. Oh, it's like I got this on Father's Day, my dear. Uh, so, yo, I left I left the uh, thing. I got this from Hookah Cole. <laughs> Good for you. I got that from Hookah. I, I wasn't smoking the motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and I didn't feel it at first until I looked at it, and the Hookah Cole was just balanced on my arm. Not bad. Chilling. It just was hey, what's, shit, up, like, what's up, big dog? Yeah, fat. I was like, oh, my God. And then I looked. It was pink. It was pink. It was pink, pink. It was like, it looked like a raw steak. Oh, and, no. Oh, I had I was, to put toothpaste on my joint. Oh, my God. Buddy got, nah, luckily, they had a first aid kit with the um with the shit for the burns and shit. But, oh, my God, my nigga. Nah, I would have been <laughs> oh, sad. Oh, my like, God. It would be one thing if, like, if I was smoking hookah, damn. You was even smoking it. I was it. carrying it for somebody, and they didn't tell me that the fucking apparatus, I don't know what the fuck the they call it. Hookah, uh, the fucking the hookah pipe. <laughs> they, the apparatus wasn't secured, I'm so crying. the shit fucking fell like right down. And you know what it is? was like, this shit had time to burn and like cook. Because you ain't realize I didn't, that's yeah, this shit wicked. Had, yo, this shit had time to cook, bro. So, yo, and then, you know, Shorty's natural reaction while she was smoking hookah was to look at me like, damn, I know you ain't dropping my hookah, buddy. Like, <laughs> I give, like, not that you're bun up. Like, like, I give it, like, she recovered. She recovered nicely. You understand what I'm saying? Like, she was really helpful after, like, the first 15 to 30 seconds of, like, this nigga here. <laughs> but, but everything after, good, though. Everything after I... that was sweet. But the first 30 seconds was, I know this nigga. Right. Like I blew hers <laughs> for the night. Like bitch, Kevin Boy, Durant just, you. just got just got just got eliminated. I'm I'm mad, but you know, like it happens. Um, yeah, burns are burns. Yo, um, do you want to talk about that prevention center shit? I don't know how I feel. It's like I understand, I guess, kind mm. of. Why they're doing it? Oh, people are gonna do drugs anyway. Let's make sure they're doing it safely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But also, like, across the, it's across the street from a school, correct? Yeah, I mean, but that's... It's an elementary school, too. But it's like, it's, even no, it's if you... Like, it's pre-K daycare. Uh, even then. But it's like, you giving people a safe space to do their illegal drugs. But it's like, even if they can't get in there, they still do it in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. Amongst they was gonna do four or five-year-old kids. They yeah. Were, anyway. Like, it's like, I've, like I said, I lived, I've lived there. They, yo, that place is... is it's a wild place, bro. School or not, that shit was wild, bro. And the thing was, the do you want to hear the, what the worst? What the worst part about it was? It wasn't uberly violent. It was not violent at all. But like my mom seen that shit, and my mom was like, "Oh no, we got to get you somewhere else immediately." But like I said, it wasn't a violent place. I remember before I lived before I lived there, uh, my homegirl lived there. And I um think we had just finished like a video shoot like late at night. So I just went to pull up on. I'm like, "Yo, I'm in the hood. What's up?" She's like, "Oh, pull, pull up, pull through. We don't need smoke." So I so I went to go buy some weed because Harlem, you know, you want to yeah. It's like leaving. Uh, tropical island without buying a coconut. Like, you have to get weed in Harlem. <laughs> Do you? Just a tourist attraction. You have to get weed in Harlem. <laughs> Alright, so um, I went to go get some weed, and after I'm walking across the street, somebody walks up to me, yo, 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 everybody out here selling dough for you know I get hard. I'm like, come again? You know where I get some hard from? Crack, sir? What about my appearance? Makes you think that um, I smoke crack because I have to take this off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What about this? Made you think like 
I could hook you up. <laughs> I can help you with your endeavors. And then luckily, with like, I, luckily, like, my, I, was with, I was with my man Drew. Uh, Drew was like a few blocks down. Drew was like, uh, so I told Drew what happened. He's like, oh, yeah, nigga with no shirt. Yeah, he asked me too. <laughs> said, yeah. Oh, man. This was a summer night during the pandemic. A nigga outside looking for crack. Oh, man. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> God bless America, man. This is oh man, drugs, man. Drugs. The aliens got to be looking at us like this fucking ghetto over there. Ghetto. Oh man, I love it. I love it here. Um, yo, I was watching the series um called Love Life. I haven't been watching a series. I watched season two because it was on a black man. (laughs) Um, right now I just needed like, and this is no disrespect to Fifty. I love Fifty shows, but everything I've been ingesting, and even I was watching Narcos, even violence. Every it was about drugs. About drugs and violence. So um, I watched Love Life, and Love Life was dope. Uh, black people without trauma. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Watched, um, watch Love Life season two, man. Um, it's a lot of like dating as like a square like <laughs> trying, to like, trying to date with intent i think we talked about it earlier but um watch the show and the show was actually like really really good man um ironic hilarious um i'm not sure who actually wrote it but it seemed really um really good is it like a reality show or no. scripted it's scripted it's, a, okay. it's a scripted comedy 30 minute episodes okay, okay. 10 episodes yeah you ain't gonna lose too much time. I, oh I most i've of it seen com- the preview before mm. it is a black guy i know yeah. some out i watched yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i watched most of it on the airplane coming back to new york um but and i bet you're a little stupid ass in the corner snickering and kiki and like a goddamn self i did i was i was, I was <laughs> on the people that playing no, no, Ke- yeah. looking around That's like nobody else see this i'm in a window seat <laughs> like, yeah. no, this, I hate you. This shit is funny, man. Um, it's kind of like it kind of it's kind of like a um, just it's, it's a good show, man. Like no trauma, man. Just trying to figure this adult shit out, man. And this adult shit is. Adorable. I posted the other day on Instagram. I was like, this adult shit is crazy. I should have been a tree. Facts. <laughs> said I should have been a tree. The deforestation is also mud. Yeah, in fact, uh, that and like you got to be outside in the cold. That's one thing I can say that's good about. But you built for it. If you're a tree, you built for it. No, they lose their leaves and everything. I know they be cold, cold sometimes. People yeah. lose shit all the time oh. in the game. The girl's back. Yeah, yeah. Be able to bake your own food. You feel me? <laughs> I make sap for niggas like mm. that. What's up? You don't even know trees like that. If they like us taking their sap, that could be their blood. Uh, they're draining yeah, yeah, they probably don't even like that I shit. I hate you, yeah, bitch. Another, another place of, like... I think I'm Yeah, like, uh, Maple human... Maple syrup slaps, though. Human cruelty. <laughs> Maple syrup does slap. Yeah, uh, you hear that, vegans? Tree scream, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Somebody told me that. Somebody said... Somebody said, um, the smell of, like, fresh-cut grass is the, um, the grass crying. Oh my god. About that. I actually like the smell of grass. Yeah, I love thing. the smell of rain too. Uh, yeah, you see, that's the earth cleansing itself from the hookers on Facebook. What? So, <laughs> so Yo, I, that, is, that is enough from me. <laughs> that's what, it's, it's a cleansing. <laughs> you know how they say timeline cleanse? You're sick. Hooker cleanse. Getting rid of the hose. Yeah. Use the rain. Use the rain. <laughs> Tsunami to watch all you bitches out. You're not well. I want my thirty dollars. 
You're not well, son. Oh, God. I know. I know. It, it eats me up inside that I've been trying. And it just... Inside. Yo, um... It's a big tune. Child's Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um the kid i yo fuck evanescence and it's not wow. because of them in particular it's the kids that used to listen to it that thought they were super goth when i was in high school <laughs> i'm like this ain't even this commercial guy <laughs> mtv play it you understand what i'm saying yo, i used to love the music videos in the morning yeah, i was getting ready for school on mtv uh, what that used to oh man yo bring back videos on mtv i mean maybe they have it maybe i just don't wake up I think about that sometimes, you know, like how much like niggas don't really watch music videos like that no more. They also just like they don't do. come up on TV Look at the YouTube. like that. Yeah, but it's like sometimes I don't even know songs have videos until I'm on YouTube. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. In the past, I feel like I just I knew, knew they had videos video. because they yeah. was on TV. You couldn't drop an album without a video. Now you niggas got surprise albums. I wake up one morning, I'd like, oh shit, Drake had a like a thing. You understand? Yeah. What I'm saying? Like, oh, Beyonce came out last night. That's wild. During scandal. I'll never that is wild yeah so now yeah it's this it's a whole new world that we live in i love the internet now artists just drop when they feel like it and could do that man oh yo it's december 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 18th no what we're yes, doing battle of the sexes shout out to free and dizzy dizzy brown uh, and we're gonna have free a- dizzy bad nigga dizzy was on people's court <laughs> get me get, out of here, bro. Sued. I think he won, though. <laughs> I think he won, but I told him something. Ugly sweaters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. It's got, free can, to get there. Come can, chop up, talk to us. You uh, thank you. Yeah. Pay for drinks though. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, nah. Pay for um, my drink. Uh, please. <laughs> um, you do. I enjoy. I enjoy doing live shows. I enjoy live shows very. I feel like very I much. have to be. Um, I need. A few shots before live shows because I it people find it hard to believe, but it's like I don't enjoy public speaking. I love it, even though my entire job is public speaking. But I'm talking to a bunch of kids I already know. But um, you don't know the first day. No, I don't. I don't know. Public speaking is weird. It was I even like when I was in college, everyone was required to take a public speaking course, and I I didn't I struggled in the sense that I'm like I gotta deliver the speech. Right now, mind you, there's only like there was maybe like sixteen or eighteen people in that class, and I hated it. And my professor's like, "I think you're overthinking this." I joined, yeah, I joined, I joined the debate team when I was in high school, so I think that kind of prepared me for it. And um, I also did like poetry reading and like Come on, high poetry. school um, drama. I don't I did enjoy drama. Po- well, I did, I did po- do yep. dance in high school, but I feel like I don't have to speak to you. You know, and then there's like 15 other people, so you yeah. can fade into the background. But yeah, drama. I mean, like I think all that stuff prepared me. Looking back, all that type of stuff. I man, hey, there's no better feeling to me than like when I just be. That's when I knew this is what I was meant to do. When I be in that zone, and people actually like. But I feel like I like podcasting because I don't gotta look at you. Ain't gotta look at nobody. That's a fact. I like live podcasting because I get to try this material in front of everybody and come to find out they still fuck with it. You understand what I'm saying? That's one thing for people to be like, it's cool. Because I feel like naturally I'm a relatively quiet person. You're funny though. I should be talking shit. Which apparently is a talent. Yeah. Nah, to Um, do it to do it in front of people, yeah. To do it in front of I mean shit to fill up the spaces we yo, our shows be like an hour and a half, bro. They do. Yeah, so I, shit, we gotta be doing something, all right? 
other than Battle of the Sexes on the 18th or the 19th, I do have a pop-up shop. It's in uh, Williamsburg, I think. Uh, Why do you, you, you got to do a commercial for this? Oh, we commercial. got an actual commercial we got to do. I got to sell you bread. Somebody paid 50 bucks. I should got to edit that part. <laughs> I can't be letting people know all rates. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I have a pop-up shop that I'll be vending at. Um, shout out to Jen. Mm. Uh, she'll also be selling stuff. I believe she makes... Coquito and jewelry and some other stuff, but I'll be selling. Say she makes cocaine. I'm about to no, say. I'm sir, about to say at a pop up scooter. <laughs> but um, I'll be selling. <laughs> Shout out to Scooter. I used to work for him. Um, I'll be selling candles. Two sixty nine Messerol Street. Messerol. Sunday, the nineteenth, from twelve noon to five pm. <laughs> right That's before. how we start. <laughs> right before the transition. Finna, finna start Christmas seasons. You heard. <laughs> so, all right man um shout out to franny um check out all her work um she's representing bankroll buna his mixtape just dropped chopped cheese the influence you know uh i want a chopped cheese right now um yeah. i haven't had one in ages oh shit i actually supposed to edit a video of somebody eating a chopped cheese um, <laughs> that is so he's from, random he's from memphis um yeah shout out to oh Wow, did he enjoy it? Was he presently surprised? I got a um, thing. I didn't look at the video. Do they have corner stores in Memphis? I don't know, man. Shout out to Memphis, though. Um, They did Dolph right with his funeral. You know what? I think let's close it out with some Dolph, man. It's Dolph! Um, Let's do that. Um, I've been listening to Hold Up. Like, oh, man, I've been murdering that song over and over. I shouldn't use that. Uh, I've been playing that song over and over and over, man. So, man, I'm going to miss Dolph, man. Just... A legendary swag, unmatched and smart as fuck. So yeah, man, rest in peace to him. Virgil, um, definitely rest in peace. Couldn't necessarily afford too much off white, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's but dope it, to it see a black man do with the things that he did, man. And the fact that um, people be battling things you have no idea, man. So be kind, man. Be kind. Um, our outro is in kind. So. Let's just get this over. <laughs> oh, oh, Slater, dickheads. Oh.